Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Southern Area High School All In Podcast, the Athletic Leadership Council Podcast. Very excited for today. We have episode 24 with three-sport athlete Ty Quintos. Uh, Ty, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure having you out here, especially, you know, not only are you uh, adding value to to three of our sports, but also a key member of the Athletic Leadership Council. Um, for our listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you for the, the feedback. Um, as always, our purpose is to provide a platform for student athletes to share their journeys for others to learn and grow. And, and we're going to be learning and growing from, from our guest here today. Uh, Ty Quintos is the kicker on the football team, a, f- a three-year starter on uh, the soccer team and a three-year starter on the lacrosse team. He's currently a junior. Ty, catch us up to speed. You guys had a great soccer season, um, probably the best soccer season since I've been here. I've been here seven years as athletic director. I think from a record standpoint and just an overall product standpoint, I would say that was the best season that we've had since I've been here. So uh, what are your thoughts on that soccer season um, as, as a key piece, a, a junior um, leader on that team? Yeah, so I think the biggest change from my freshman year to uh, my junior year is the like environment. Like I feel like my freshman year, I came in and I started right away, and I feel like everybody like did not like that, and they were like all against the underclassmen. So it was like the seniors versus underclassmen. There wasn't a, they didn't really like each other, and I feel like this year, um, it was just like a fun. We'd hang out out of school and stuff. I didn't have that my junior or my um, sophomore and freshman year, so I feel like there was just a culture change, and that definitely had a big effect on our record. That's awesome, and I know I don't know if Coach Benner wants to hear this, but I know you talk about hanging out outside of your sport. I know that soccer team likes to play basketball. You guys play some three on three, some four on four. Um, what's the level? of of talent as basketball players because i've seen soccer players before not great shooters but they pass the ball very well absolutely brutal i mean it's just even in shiba and stuff just seeing the soccer players out there you can tell they're soccer players like (laughs) it's just it's brutal i mean like thomas smith looks like he's joel Embiid. like he's just tall and he just can't do anything but just bully bully kids so honestly that's that's the level it's it's really bad but you guys have a good time out there oh great time yeah uh what would you say that like obviously the culture piece and i agree with you like just watching you guys as a unit i I felt like the culture was very positive this year um but what else would you attribute some of that success to there's some seniors that played for for four years on the team and i felt like this was brewing for for quite some time uh but what would you attribute some of the other success to as far as just like not the culture stuff or leadership stuff, but maybe just the overall performance, uh, why we were able to do well this year in soccer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just had a lot of good talent that played together for, like you said, four years, starters, mm-hmm. and a lot of us played club together. Like I played club with Dylan Barbieri, Bo, Nolan, even though he's a year younger. Like yeah. I've just played with them my whole life. So. You know, we just had that chemistry, and we just put it together and had a pretty good year. Yeah, and, you know, you've been an all-conference performer and, and one of the better players in our conference, and obviously Coach Benner, uh, he does a good job of preparing you guys for your opponents. You okay. typically know who the better players are on the other team and, Absolutely. quite you know, like what their tendencies are. So if I was scouting, if I'm CB East and I'm scouting against Satterton and I'm trying to uh, prepare our team for Ty Quintos, uh, what are they saying? Like, what, what's your game? What, what, how would you describe your soccer game? Um, I would say, like, when I get on the ball and I'm running at you, it's 
kind of hard to stop. So I've, if I were, like, another team, I would say, hopefully they're not listening to this, uh, <laughs> just don't let me get the ball. Like, just don't let him get time and space to turn. Like, I feel like I'm at my best when I get in a groove. Mm-hmm. So when I get, how I get into that groove is just making simple passes and beating defenders. And then once I'm doing that, I'm just getting in that groove and I'm – I'm hard to stop. Yeah, so. you know, and, and when I watch you play, one of the things that I love about your game is you play low. Like you, I, I don't know, you don't. Sometimes you see soccer players who are a little bit upright, and it's the same. It's very similar to basketball and some of our other sports. I just, I love the the line low player wins. You know, and you just seem to play low out there, both uh, on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball. Um, maybe you could talk a little bit about just like passing, because I feel like you know you truly get others involved I mean I know you've scored goals in your career um, but just the passing piece and you could maybe take this one of two ways just soccer but also lacrosse like you really uh, play make plays for others and and really kind of set other players up is that something that you've always uh, been like as a player or is it something you like to do or what are your thoughts on that yeah so pretty much my whole life I've played um uh, midfield for soccer, so it's mm-hmm. just more of a playmaking role, not that like attacking threat. But like this year, I played more attacking, but I still kind of lay lay low a little bit and just made passes because I just like to get everybody involved, and that it's just not my strong suit making the play, like being the playmaker, but like getting everyone involved to make the plays. Yeah, no, I love it, and I think you talk about strong suit like so important in sports is is self-awareness you know understanding your strengths and going all in on your strengths and understanding your weaknesses as well and i think it's a really hard concept for players to learn that and for players to embrace that specifically when it doesn't have to do with scoring you know like if if you think that your strength is not scoring the ball most people have a hard time realizing that is that something that like obviously your dad's a lifelong coach of of soccer is that something that coaches instilled in you? Like, hey, Ty, these are your strengths, being a playmaker, getting others involved, passing, kind of setting up the play. Is that something that coaches instilled are you in you? Or is it something that, like, over time you realize this is what I'm better at? Mm, or a combination? Yeah, I would say definitely a combination. You know, like, I've always played, like, a lower position, like, more defensive position. Okay. Like, in the midfield. So, you know, it's kind of just what I've learned that, like, I've seen to myself, like, I'm not, like, a striker. I can't be out there getting all the goals and stuff. Like, I just got to know my role and just do it yeah. as best I can. I love it. I love it. Well, we're, we're graduating a lot of goal scorers. So yeah, exactly. Would you foresee next year maybe scoring more? Or are you kind of going in with the same approach that I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of lay the foundation for everybody else? Definitely. I could see myself playing, like, definitely a higher role and up the field and trying to make some more like attacking opportunities for the team gotcha gotcha um so soccer's been your everything obviously you've played your whole life um but more recently when did you start kicking uh for the football team you did that in seventh grade or eighth grade um so in seventh grade the coach came up to my um soccer field and picked me up in the cart and said you're kicking who was that uh mr walden okay our security yeah so Shout out uh, to Lloyd Walden. Yeah, love Mr. Walden. Um, so he picked up me and Sean Healy from the, from the field. He said, Healy's going to punt. I'm going to kick. And um, I didn't really like it. I'm just like, I'll just do it for now. And I went. He would always pick me up uh, like halfway through soccer, I would say. And he would take us down all to the other side of the field for football practice. And we would um, just kick for a little bit and – that year, I did. Ha- I had zero um, PATs, nothing. We did not. <laughs> we did not score a single touchdown the whole entire year. Oh my goodness! 
So I kind of just did kick off. I think I had like a kick off a game, obviously, because we didn't get any touchdowns. So just one kick off a game. And I didn't do it eighth grade year because I didn't really like it. Ninth grade year, didn't like it. Until the summer of ninth grade year, Will Leyland. Ninth grade year, you did JV? No, I didn't play at all. You didn't play for us ninth grade. Didn't play at all. Okay, got it. Uh Uh-huh. And then Will Leyland texted me. Uh, He's like, you should just try it. And I tried it, went out a few times. I liked it, but I didn't want to do it. And tenth grade year, um, you... I remember you called me during my third block class. That's right. And Forgot you're like, about that. you're like, you're playing. I'm like, I don't have pads. I don't have anything. What do you mean I'm playing? And you're like, I got, I got, we got your pads. You're playing. That was the day of the game. The wasn't day it? of the game. It was Friday of week Tenet. two. Will, uh, Council Rock North. Okay, Council Rock North. At Council Rock North, and it was the second week of the year. That's so like, right. they already played a game with another kicker. And I was still the backup, so I went to the game. We killed them, and they're like, Gallagher goes, all right, Ty, you're going in. I'm like, what do you mean? And I just went in, and I made it. It was like a PAT. It was 20 yards, and it was so crazy because nobody knew who I was. That's awesome. Like, it was great. Uh, please understand for our listeners out there, you have to go to preseason. You have yes, to go to practice. Yes, yes. You can't roll up on, on week two like that. Uh, but – it's funny. I didn't ask that question. But I forgot about that story. I, I love that story. Uh, that's so cool. Uh, so that junior year, I'm sorry, that sophomore year, you were backing up. Who were you backing up? Nick, Nick Haynes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who, who was a first-team all-conference mm-hmm. kicker, um, who backed up Will Leyland, who was a first two-time first-team all-conference kicker, and now he's kicking uh, at Division One level. Um, so after being back up, and then this year, you guys kind of split. You and yeah. – um, Ryland. Ryland, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so did you like it sophomore year and then really start doing it a lot? Yeah. Summer of sophomore, after sophomore year? Yeah, so I I kind of liked it. I was like, I could see myself doing this. But I didn't take it too seriously. Soccer was still my main priority. Yep. So I didn't, I, I prioritized soccer as my number one and then football. And um, I went to like a few little camps here and there and did pretty well. And then, yeah, I still thought of it as my second priority until junior year where I kind of switched. Gotcha. So. And and how do you, uh, for our listeners out there, because we have people that are multi-sport athletes, but uh, you, I think, are one of two that do two sports in one season. How do you manage it? You know, soccer is a very demanding sport uh, just from a time standpoint. Uh, we play a lot of games in a little amount of time. We practice a ton. Um, how do you manage it? So if you guys are practicing three to five soccer, are you rolling up to the football field thereafter? What do, what do you do? Yeah, so it's three to five soccer practice, and then right after, keep my cleats on, and then just walk up to the football field, throw my pads on, and then kick for about hour-ish. Because football practice goes from like 3 to like 6, 6.30-ish. Yep. Kick for an hour and then just go home. So, you know, it, the schedules work out perfectly in my favor. So it's just a little demanding on the body, you know. Yeah. It's like my legs just were shot going into <laughs> football practice. So. Um, and now soccer, you know, we talked about kind of the way you play the game. You play, you make plays for others. And, you know, we, we need that in all of our sports. Uh, it's very different than the individualistic sport of just kicking. You know, I, I always think of the lonely kicker. They're kind of out there on an island. Oh, yeah. Um, do you kind of – what are your thoughts? Like when you're – uh, it's a 35-yard field goal. Gallagher calls your name. You're running out there. 
what's going through your mind? Is there, is there things that you do to just focus on the moment? Is there things that you do to kind of lock in on that moment? Because it's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very different than like being in the flow of a soccer game. And you could, you could make a bunch of mistakes and still make up for it. You can make a bunch of mistakes and have an unbelievable game. You know, mm-hmm. with kicking, you might only get one shot. So is there a mindset that you have as you're running onto that field to kick a, uh, to kick a field goal? In my head, I'm just like, I already made it. Like, okay. it, it, it's going in. Like, I'm just, just locked in, and I'm just, like, confident in myself. I'm like, I remember, who was it, the Bengals kicker. They, like, mic'd him up before the conference. It was, like, right before the Super Bowl where he hit the game-winning field goal. Yep. And he was telling his coach, he's like, Coach, I already made it. Like, it's it's going in. And there he goes, I guess we're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, or some, it was something along those lines. Now, every time I kick, I'm like, oh, I, I, like, it's going in. I'm just, like... I, I definitely get like a little like like a little worried and stuff, but like in my mind, I'm like I'm making this. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. to stop me from making this. I think the nervous energy is a good thing, and channeling that nervous energy, uh, all of our athletes, even the the best athletes that we have, are nervous and get nervous when it comes to performing a skill. Uh, within the context of a game, but it's important to channel that energy in a positive way. And I think it's awesome that you have that mindset of I've already made it, you know, imagining that something has happened before it even happens. And look, there's no bulletproof scheme to mental training. There's no bulletproof answer to if I do this, this will happen. But I I truly believe that if you visualize success and you work towards success, you're going to be put in a better situation to be successful. You know, you're not going to make every single field goal. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that if you work really hard at your craft and you work on the mental side of it, you're definitely going to be put in a better position to be successful. Um, So... What is your with with this kicking thing? I know I'm I'm stuck on the football, but I always I, I love when players start late in the process. Like you've been playing soccer for for your whole life, and then all of a sudden you pick up this football thing. And now, is your goal to to play soccer in college or to play football in college? Or are you still kind of up in the air? Yeah. So um, my junior year, right after the soccer and football season ended, I quit club soccer, which is like which was my life. Like it was my life. It was like a huge deal to me like mm. it was my big commitment and I was like I'm just not that's just not where my heart is right now it's with football so yeah. I made the decision that I want to quit club soccer and try to pursue football football in college so I've been going to like a lot of bigger camps like this weekend I was at a big camp and where like, was that it was in New Jersey it's okay. like they they it's called Cole's camp they like rank you about around like every kicker in the world and it's like the biggest camp in the world how many kids are there kicking um, for this one, it was probably like 200, wow. but they go on a tour around the country and okay. get everybody. So I'd say there's a lot of kids at every single one of these camps. And how many kicks did you do? Like, uh, so pretty much what they do is they, they do this thing called charting where they chart like how many you make out of 12. Okay. So they do like a 35, 45, 55 or 50, 55 on both, both hashes. Okay. And then they see how much you make, and then that's like your charting number. And then they do a competition. You get it's like double elimination. So if you miss two kicks, you're out. They just keep moving you back until you miss two. That's awesome. And they get a winner. So then, based off of that, they rank you like on a star. Like a, they give you a national ranking. They give you stars and everything. And how did you do this weekend? Um, this they didn't release the like they didn't do it yet they're still going around the country so okay. it'll probably be out by the end of the month but the last time i went to i got like a four and a half and i was like 90 or i was like 90th in the country fifth in pennsylvania wow four and a half out of five four and a half out of five that's yeah. fantastic mm-hmm. i love that um and so I, i'm just uh, always 
amazed by the, the process, the individual process. And you know, like you kind of speak to it a little bit with club soccer. Um, you know, I'm in the basketball space of like everything is so structured. You know, you got practice, uh, you got trainers, you got workouts with trainers and all these different things. What does your process look like with kicking? You know, maybe walk us through the last two weeks in preparation for this weekend, you know, because we're, we're lifting as a football team and we're doing seven on seven as a football team. But, you know, you guys are, again, kind of on your island a little bit, the kickers. Yeah. So what does it look like the last two weeks? Where are you going? What are you doing? How long does the workouts? Are you by yourself? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm in lacrosse season right now, so it's, oh, that's it's been, right. yeah, so it's been like impossible. It's, I mean, like with homework and lacrosse and everything, it's been hard to like find time to kick. So I've been just doing, I, I have a little kicking net in my garage and I just do like a little 30 minute workout, just kicking into the net, nothing crazy. So just a, like a quick little workout because okay. I don't have a lot of time. So yeah. I just got to make it quick and just do what I can control. And then, so... When you're kicking into the net, is it? Are you imagining a twenty yarder, a thirty yarder? You kick the same way anytime. It doesn't matter how far net, it is. In the net, it's it's for me. I don't know about everyone, but I'm pretty sure it's just to get your form down, make got sure it. like everything's smooth and everything. Like, because you got to make sure when you're go, like your steps are okay when you're running up to the ball and like you're hitting the right part of the ball and you're making good contact hitting into the net. Got it. Got it. I love it. Um, I want to jump into lacrosse because you know it, it's so funny. I, I get so you know you, you're such a great soccer player an all-conference soccer player you're a great kicker uh but then you know we're we're finishing our season i don't know when you guys are listening to is the audience out there but you know we're 14 and 3 um you know top top seven in the district for boys lacrosse we've had an unbelievable season and you've obviously been a big piece of that uh, as a three-year starter on the lacrosse team um let's go back to like we, we asked you for soccer if someone is going to scout ty quintos and lacrosse what are they saying about your game how would you describe your game Ooh. Okay, so this year I took a new role playing attack, filling in for the one and only Kobe boy. It was big, big shoes to uh, fill in for, but last year I started at midi, yep. so I had to take a whole new position. Like, I just had no idea what I was doing at attack. Um, but this year I would say, oh, gosh, I don't really I don't really do much. I kind of just passed Jameson and John Martin, but... Um, but you had some games where you had four goals, <laughs> yeah, I, three assists. Yeah, know, I had three goals, two assists. Yeah, so I would say the goal, the games where I've done really good are when the defense doesn't press out on me and I get time and space to line up a shot or take a dodge. So I would say, yeah, that was a good one. I would say um, definitely play up on my hands and don't let me get free, like any free space to shoot. And I'll are shoot. You, are you left-handed? Lacrosse? I'm a lefty. Yeah. Which is like you and and John Martin are left-handed. John no. Martin's a righty. He's, he's, he's righty. Le- yeah, he's lefty everything. He's, er, lefty, he's lefty, bat, lefty hoops. Yeah. Righty lacks. Uh, so being a lefty in lacrosse uh, is is definitely helpful because people are just used to playing against righties, right? Yeah. So that's kind of why I started playing attack this year because I'm a lefty and they need a lefty attack. So I was like, I can do that. So yeah. I just took that. Just tried to play just a new position. The, yeah, yeah exactly. and you've always just kind of embraced roles, which yeah. is awesome. Um, we got a big game tomorrow night, uh, first round of the playoffs. Uh, you guys have earned a home playoff game. Uh, what are your thoughts going into this game? Um, you know, do you know the opponent? Do you know anything about the opponent? Um, those kind of things. Um, I've not gotten to watch any film yet, but I'm sure we'll talk a lot about it um, today. I think Coach Craig, Coach Sean, have done an amazing job of getting us prepared for games like. Coach Sean just watches hours of film, and Does he? he it's ridiculous. Like he had the film up yesterday of Garnet of Great Valley, and I was just like, 
how do you get that? And, like, he, every game he comes super prepared. He's got a scouting report, all the numbers we need to know. Now as an attackman, it's it doesn't really affect me because they just talk about, like, the their offense sure. to prepare our defense. It's just incredible. He does a great job of getting a scouting report out and just watches every game. It's incredible. That's helpful. That's mm-hmm. helpful. Uh, it's kind of like the mental training piece. I always say to coaches, you know, uh, there's no guarantee that if you put together an unbelievable scout and you know everything about that team, there's no guarantee that it's, you know, our student athletes are going to be able to execute it in the game, but it certainly puts us in a better position oh, yeah. for our student athletes to be familiar with what's going on out there. Um, you are now kind of ending your, your three years. You know, you got one more year here, big senior year next year. What would you say your favorite Saturn area high school athletic memory has been? There's been a lot to choose from, but honestly, Friday night, LC came to our place again, and <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never, I've never gotten the chills in a game before. It's never happened, and oh, it was just amazing. It was yeah. amazing. Kids were just crying after we won. It was just like, oh, it yeah, was it's amazing. an unbelievable game, unbelievable motion. Uh, we had a ton of um, our youth. Uh-huh. You know, the Sabla crew came in. Uh, which was awesome. And obviously, you know, shout out to Mark Prince and our former coach. He's coaching Lansdale Catholic now. There's there's that element of the emotional tie there, which was awesome. And you guys just you guys just kept fighting and performing. I mean, we were down four two in the beginning. Uh, and they they really stole the momentum there in the first quarter and, and the in the beginning of the second quarter as well. And you guys just kept fighting and fighting. Um, what would you say uh, has been your worst performance? Uh, probably my freshman year. Um, we played at Penridge for soccer. For soccer, okay. And I don't know. I just felt like I just had no confidence. Like, I, I started off the game. I couldn't make a pass. Every time I touched the ball, they are on my back right away. I had no room to go anywhere. And just the team, it was just – there was just no – there was just – it was just like – it was just bad. Like, nobody wanted to play. And I just felt like I was just being stranded out there. Just every time I touched the ball, I was all, everyone was on my back. And they had, like, kids – like just fans at the game that were just yelling and stuff and they were just in my head and I just went home and I was just bummed out and sure but yeah so what, what do you do do you do anything when you make when you make mistakes in games you know is there something that you do to kind of play present because I've seen you play now for three years and I don't know it's just rare to, to see you dwell on a mistake I, I, I've seen you get upset but you kind of just move on is that something that you've trained or is that just kind of natural I think it's just natural from playing soccer so long that I feel like I've just made so many mistakes over my career that I'm just able to just next play mentality and just think okay I turned the ball over but I'm gonna work 10 times harder to get it back so mm-hmm. that way it makes up for the mistake that I made instead of just dwelling on it and making the mistake 10 times worse yep I love it. Next play mentality, uh, something that we all need to practice. And I think the most important part of that is practicing it at practice. You know, the intensity level at practice is not the same, and you can never simulate the game. But when you make mistakes at practice, especially for our our high school student-athletes that are listening, you have to practice your response at practice so that when you do hit come to the game and you do make mistakes and someone is pressing up on you against Penridge, you're kind of able to battle through it. so that was your worst performance. Uh, let's jump back to your best performance. And you're not—you've never been about the individual accolades. You're, you're a humble competitor, um, but you can—you can brag a little bit here. Your best individual performance. Um, statistically, my best performance against Plymouth White Marsh this year. I had like five goals for lacrosse. So I would say that was my best individual statistical performance. But my best performance, like that, I feel like I've just 
played so much better than anybody else on the field was against um, Penridge, actually at Penridge, my junior year. So it was a soccer or lacrosse? So was, yeah, soccer. Okay, so you got that back from the freshman year. Got that revenge year. back. Yeah, it was at Penridge my freshman year where I had that mistake. Like, I was just playing bad. So I definitely got my revenge. I feel like I, uh, my junior year I just I just felt like I was just – I couldn't – I just felt like every time I touched the ball, I just made him look and, a little dumb sometimes. And, and did you score – I didn't even score that game, but I just felt like you know how we we're talking about how like I'm more of like a passer and I'm not like yeah. a playmaker. I was I didn't make any. I made a lot of plays that game. I didn't score. We it was a zero zero game, but we should have scored so many. Yeah, games. the reason why I bring that up is because in soccer, I think it's so important. Like the best female soccer player that that I've seen was Sarah Redinger. She now plays at UPenn. She played your position, rarely ever scored, and I was always <laughs> you know thinking. You know, her being our best player, I was like, oh, she's going to score a bunch of goals. But she just did so much, so many plays to make others better. And I think that's why we were so good and, and obviously won a state championship that year. Um, so we've talked a little bit about the mental side of sports and, and kind of what your mindset is going out to to kick uh, before, you know, kick, a, kick whether it's a point after touchdown or just a, a field goal. Uh, what about anything you do, whether it's soccer, lacrosse, football, Anything you do when it comes to like a pregame routine or something that you think about before the game, night before, whatever it might be, when it comes to just mentally preparing for competition? Um, honestly, like I haven't, I've never really had like a routine, like which is weird because I feel like everybody does. I kind of just go out there and play, but like this year, I've started to like. Sometimes I start to overthink stuff, so like before the game, I'll be like, I'll think like three hours before the game, I'll get all worried about the game. But, like, honestly, I just um, – I don't start thinking about the game until an hour and 15 minutes before the game. Okay. Everything else before, I won't even – nothing about the game. I can – I'm one of those people that can, like, flip a switch and just – I'm just not – I'm not recommending this for anybody listening. <laughs> I'm just one of those guys that can just flip a switch and just start playing. So, an hour and 15, I, I start – about 15 minutes before we start warming up, I just – then I start to flip that switch and start to get ready. But anything before that, nothing about the game. I'll literally start talk about anything. I'll be watching videos, watching, playing Xbox, something. Yeah. Nothing about the game. And so then you, I flip that switch a little bit. So you, when you were saying, like, three or four hours before the game, you used to get, like, really nervous. Mm -hmm. Would you, like, play out scenarios yes. in your mind? Yeah. So especially if it's a better team, like, I'm just like, dang, what if I'm not good? Like, like what if I play bad? What, yeah. if, what if I'm not able to beat my guy? Stuff like that. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, I don't know. No, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I would say that's 90% of our yeah. student-athletes. And, and, you know, there's a great Seneca quote. We suffer more in our imagination than we do in reality. Mm -hmm. So, like, we, we imagine bad things are going to happen and we get nervous about bad things. But, you know, the reality is, you know, if you put the work in and you're good, you know, you should do what you were talking about before when, you, when you're running on the field. Like, the field goal has already been made, you know, mm -hmm. to create that positive image and that po positive picture in your mind. Uh, which ultimately it'll put you in a better headspace, you know. So I like the fact that that you actually had to be self aware enough to say, look, I'm not going to do this anymore. Three, four hours for the game, I'm not going to stress out about this because you can't control it, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, you are playing three different sports. I love individual work and what that translates to in in sport. Um, so let's just chop it up with all these sports for for lacrosse. And I guess this is a tough question for you because you're enveloped in soccer, you know, from August 1 until November 1. And um, 
But like, what did you? What do you do to get better at lacrosse by yourself? You know, not with Coach Craig, not with you know fall workouts. Um, you know, not with. Did you Did you play club lacrosse? Um, I did up until up until high school. Okay. I think high school I quit. Or who'd you play for? Fusion. Fusion. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, I just I just kind of fell out of love. But what did you do to get better on your own? Did you do anything, or did you just uh, stick with the team stuff? So lacrosse, uh, lacrosse is probably the only one that I've. I don't think I've ever trained. I mean, I trained on my own. A little bit when soccer ends, but during the season it's soccer football. Got it. No lacrosse, but right when that season, those seasons end, it goes lacrosse, and then I can do a little bit of soccer football. But it, it, like right when soccer and football ends, it's lacrosse. I'm looking okay. for the lacrosse season, so I got it, It's I'm really rusty the first week or two, but then I start to get back into the flow and start to improve from there. Gotcha, gotcha. And you're you said you're done with cl- club soccer, like you're not doing mm-hmm. any club soccer. Uh, well, I guess play a little bit with teams like the older D- Dominion team. I like the the kids that are going to college next year. I play with them a little bit. So I have been like just so I'm not getting like worse and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't cuz I want to be I want I have goals. I want to be first team all league and stuff and I want the team to do win the league and stuff. So yes. I'm trying to stay in the soccer flow and I play with my friends all the time. Like my friends love soccer, so you know, I play with them, play with the high school team where we um had a scrimmage. We just like keep scrimmaging and stuff. So, you know, I staying in the flow of soccer, but club soccer I quit my team, but I still guest play a little bit. Got it, got it. Um, and what about kicking? I know I asked you this before, and obviously, you know, I was saying what lead, what led up to that big camp. You know, you're you're doing a ton of lacrosse, but in the summertime, you know, when 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 lacrosse is over, what does the individual work look like for you if it's nice out and you don't have, you're not stuck inside uh, hitting into the to the net? Um, you know, most of the time, I just call my friends and. We'll, play, we'll go to dock because they have a turf. We, like, go on their turf, and we play, we'll play some soccer. And then when we're done, I'll, I'll kick by myself. So I, I just love playing with my friends. And then on my own, I either kick with Rylan by myself or I just kick with Will Leyland. So And how often are you kicking in a seven-day work week? How often are you kicking in, like, let's say June and July? Um, two days a week? So if I, have, if I have a whole week to myself, I'd probably do like four or five a week, but most of the time I'm I'm w- with soccer or something. So this summer I'll have a lot more free time. I would say I'd probably kicking like four times a week. Okay, that's like my number right there because it's hard with football because you you could get hurt just kicking way too much. So, Is that right? Yeah, you don't want to kick. Uh, it's more of like a quality over quantity kind of thing. Like yep. you want to make sure you're getting your best reps because you don't want to over kick and hurt yourself. So makes yeah. sense. Awesome. Um, you've inspired others. You know, I, I know sometimes, you know, you don't think that, but I know that being just a big piece of, of our programs, you've been an inspiration to others. What student-athlete has inspired you over the last three years? You know, who sticks out in your mind? You could choose any sport. And what attributes do they possess that inspired you? Oh, that's a good question. I would say probably Will Leyland. Like, just how hard he works, like – in the gym, in the, like, kicking, like, I just inspire, like, to be like him, you know. Like, he just texted me one day and said he wants me to kick, and ever since then, like, he would pick me up and we would go to his house and kick. He's got, like, he's got a little turf in his backyard and yep. and that field goal post, like a little field goal post. So it's just, I just inspire to be like him. He's just 
great guy, great kicker. He's a machine. Shout out to great Will Leyland. I don't know if you know this, but Will Leyland's nickname, I call him Seven Eights. Because when he was graduating, uh, Dr. Verano and I said to Will, like, hey, you know, what are you, are you excited about next year? And he said, I'm excited because I won't need to do water polo, swim, <laughs> yep. kick, and all these different AP classes. You know, um, I'll be able to devote seven eighths of my time to kicking. And we just called him seven eights from there on out. Uh, Will Leyland, hope you're well. Uh, favorite teammate or, te- uh, or teammates? I'll do like one for every sport. I would say for soccer, it's definitely my best friend, Nolan Hughes. Like, I just love, like, we just have that. It's just special. Like, good chemistry. Good. Great chemistry. Like, uh-huh. I played with him forever, and like, we just play out by ourselves, all, like, on our own and everything. So, definitely Nolan. Uh, I'd say Tyson as well for soccer and lacrosse. Like, he just pushes me to like other like another level. Like, he's always out there when everyone else is not, and I just it just motivates me to want to do that stuff on my own and everything. Yeah, he's he's so. out there when nobody is. He's out there and uh, he was out there in the rain. I think mm-hmm. he was out there in the snow. Yeah. with like a t-shirt crazy. on. Crazy yeah. kid. And uh, then for football, probably Rylan. Like, I just love having like someone to keep me motivated like that kid is like unreal for a sophomore he's a great kicker so having him you guys kind of look alike too yeah i know it's like everybody says <laughs> we went to a few camps together everyone's like you guys look alike That's so funny. and like you know just having him there to push me and make sure that i'm not slacking because if i slack one day and he has a good day gallagher's watching and he's like dang i want to play rylan this game so you know just having him there to keep me to keep me going great and yeah. he's just great like great friend he's always asking me to work out and everything so that's awesome yeah we're very fortunate to have two very very good kickers you know it's hard to find one at the high school level we have two it's great and you guys kind of push each other um you know you specifically in, in uh, lacrosse and even more so in soccer you know have taken on a leadership role and obviously when you're playing um, a boatload of minutes it's incumbent upon you to be a leader you're obviously part of the Athletic Leadership Council, but what does leadership mean to you, and what do you think are some of your strengths and some of your weaknesses? Um, I'm going to start off with my weaknesses. I think my biggest weakness is that I'm not, like, I'm not strict enough. Like, I kind of just let stuff go. Sometimes I'm like, I'll say, like, all right, guys, let's warm up, and then some people will be slacking off, and I just don't have that, like, yo, let's go. Like, yep. we got to start warming up. So, like, that's why, like, we have Tyson. Tyson's always yelling and stuff. So, like, um, yeah, for soccer, I would say I was definitely, like, probably their number one leader this year. We didn't have an actual captain, but I would say, like, me, Thomas, Nolan, Tyson, we were definitely, like, Barbieri. Like, we just had too many leader, like yep. good leaders that we couldn't, like. Which is good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So we all helped, like, keep each other accountable and stuff. So I would say, yeah, my biggest – weakness is not being stern enough um my biggest strength i would say uh that everyone like respects like what i say because i i'll be like i don't know (laughs) i would say just like what i say uh like i'm i get to people well like i'll be like I just, I just, people understand what I'm trying to say and they like respect what I have to say so yeah i mean relationships is huge in leadership and you have like people like to be around you people like to be your friend you know you, you have friends on all of these teams you know i think relationships is so important and for for our student athletes that are listening out there 
um, that's where it starts. If you want to be a great leader, you have to first have a great relationship with the people that you're leading or they're never going to listen to you. Um, you know, I, I think one of your strengths, obviously, is is your skill set. You know, because you're a good soccer player, because you're a good lacrosse player, uh, people are going to listen to you, you know. And um, I think it's a pretty good self-analysis of that you could be a little more stern and be a little more vocal. And that's all of our leaders. You know, I always say this in ALC, if you're just leading by example, it's not enough. You know, you got to do more. Um, so I think that's a good good assessment, good self-assessment there. Uh, well, this is awesome, man. Before we let you go, we always have five quick hitters. Um, your favorite pregame song. Do you listen to music before games? I do. So I like to listen to calm music, but then like right before I go out, I like to have like a nice like upbeat song. I like um, Otis by Jay Z and Kanye West. Okay, just, just gets me going. We played it a lot in the football locker room and everything. It would always get me. It would always get me going. So now it's probably my favorite. Now, did you ever hear um, the original song, Otis? Nah, I've not. I think it's by um, who's it by? Otis Redding. That never. Heard um, it. <laughs> Otis Redding. Well, I don't know what the name of the song is, but but I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, it's not going to pump you up like the Jeezy and Kanye <laughs> gotcha. one does. Favorite food? Um, I like wings and sushi. I probably okay. take sushi. You're eating hot wings or? Uh, no, nah, I'm more of a barbecue kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. Do you cook at the house? Oh no, my no. mom. My mom's an amazing cook. Like, never, you don't cook ever. Never. No. My, and nor does my dad. My mom just easy. She's amazing. Yeah. Shout out to your dad, former <laughs> athletic director here at Saturn Area High School. A longtime soccer coach. Uh, let me ask about your dad. When it comes to kicking a football, does he get out there and kick with you? Um, can he kick a football? He cannot kick a football. He can't kick a football. Because most old. soccer guys can, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he could back in his day, but he's he's way out of his prime. He's, got he's, it. He's, he hasn't got much left in him, but he can't kick much. He can't really run anymore. He's he's old man. But um, a lot, yeah, a lot of miles. He's yeah, he's got, he's got a lot of miles on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, your favorite pro athlete? Um, it's, gonna, it's a simple pick. It's got to be Joel Embiid. Just like, why, especially this year, I, I just fall in love with him. Like, just how he handled himself in the playoffs was getting hurt and everything. And just battling through that was just so impressive. I mean, he's just a fun guy. Of all the major sports, is basketball the one that you watch the most? No, nah, football. Football? I love okay. football, yeah. Because gotcha. uh, I remember at one point, I think our um, – one of the games got canceled, and you, you said you were excited, or practice got canceled, or something. You said, now, oh, yes. now I could get to my Shiva game. You know? Yes, yeah, it was like a scrimmage. It was like that scrimmage we had, like preseason lacrosse. And I'm like, right. oh, nice, I can go to my Shiva game because it was like a playoff game. I was so I love Shiva. Shiva's my favorite. You'll play Shiva next year too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah got it. <laughs> um, so you talked about hoping to kick in college. Uh, where do you see yourself after college in five years? Oh. um... I, I don't really know what I want to do yet. I, I have no idea. So no idea? No, no idea, but not at all. What do you, where do you see yourself in two years? Two years? Um, I want to play, so like I said, I want to play football in college and major in, like, sports marketing, I think. Okay. Kind of something like that. Um, but, yeah, I don't really, yeah, I just want to play, I just want to play football because I just, I just love kicking right now. It's just my favorite thing, so. And you would think, like, going to these camps and stuff, are you getting an indication of, like, there's oh, yeah. going to be some opportunities. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, there's only one or two on a roster. Right? Yeah, it's so, really hard. Yeah, they have like two. So there's like two or three. So one. I mean, obviously one of them is going to start. So sure. there's like, and then there's like a preferred walk on that I that I could get. So 
um, yeah, we're going to these camps and seeing, like, there's really good kids that are just, like, going to go to powerhouse schools. And then there's, like, that tier, that second tier, you know, low D1 yep. and, like, and like D2 kickers. I feel like I've fallen there, like a D2, okay. low D1. That's, like, my goal awesome. right now. Awesome. Uh, and last but not least, you know, you're going to be a senior next year. This has really flew by. Um, seems like you were a freshman yesterday. But what advice do you have for your younger self? Um, I talked about this earlier. It's just, like, quality over quantity like sometimes mm-hmm. i just go out and play soccer with just the purpose of just having fun i feel like sometimes i just need to like go in there and just have a quality session over like training every day i could have five really good sessions and just like really work on my craft and i feel like sometimes when i was younger i was just like go out there and just shoot on net and like that's not my game my game my game's more of like a passing and stuff so I feel like just having more quality sessions would have been better. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice, especially in our world where things are very structured and there's a lot of opportunities. You're playing if you're playing one sport, you're you're playing a ton. You know, if you're a freshman to senior, you're playing, you know, 11 months out of the year. And sometimes, you know, we can lose that quality element, you know, and fatigue really oh, yeah. demands fundamentals. And uh, so I think that's great advice for our listeners. Ty, we appreciate you. Um, thank you for jumping on here. We wish you the best of luck uh, in in lacrosse playoffs here, and and thanks for jumping on and um, enjoy the uh, the last couple weeks here of, 